It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are seconds away from hearing the daily Locked On podcast you love, but I'd like to tell you about another podcast I think you'll like. Rejecting the Screen, hosted by NBA experts Noah Kozlov and Adam Stanko, features provocative interviews with NBA stars and unique perspectives from around the game. Subscribe to Rejecting the Screen wherever you get your podcasts. What up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Warriors. It's your boy, the host, Charles T. Hamilton. Warriors smack the Suns. Clay looks fine. Steph balls out. But the most intriguing parts were some of the some of the outer players, some of the, the ancillary players playing well, and hopefully that's a sign of things to come. Also, New Year's resolutions for all 15 players on the roster. I know there's only 14. Special little twist. Coming up next, you're on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, everybody? Welcome in to Locked On Warriors. I'm your host. I always throw that Philly accent out there sometimes. Your host, Charles T. Hamilton. Uh, Full disclosure, a couple minutes into the fourth here. As the Warriors are beating the Suns by 27, I figured this would be a good time to to get you a little extra podcast, a little something to listen to while you're hungover driving to your barbecues tomorrow or or whatever. I thought I could get one out before I go hit the town. So here it is, Warriors up 27 on the Suns. A unremarkable game, I guess you could say. I mean, Steph balled out as he does uh, at the moment. He is 5 of 9 from 3, 7 to 7 from the free throw line. He was really the big mamu <laughs> of the of the game. KD had a, a great game also. He was 8 of 14, uh, 3 of 4 from 3 at the moment. He's got 25. So, good games by the, by the main, main players. But one of the main things I wanted to get to and why I wanted to make sure I got this podcast out was because Jordan Bell has had his best game probably of the season. 10 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 blocks. I mean, it's his best game of the year. I believe it's his first double-digit scoring game of the season. So, it's something that hopefully he can build on. And the fact that it's been two games in a row, that it was... The game against Portland, where he played well, wasn't as good as uh, he was this game, but he played well, didn't make mistakes. Same thing this game. He had one. He had one mistake. I forget exactly, like a bad pass. He had a bad turnover. Uh, this game against Phoenix, nothing too crazy, but to see him get these minutes and perform, this is what they thought they were going to be getting night in and night out from Jordan Bell. And I'm going to explain some of it when I do New Year's resolutions for everyone on the Warriors. That's coming up. But it's just intriguing and very positive to see Jordan Bell play this way. Because the center spot is still a a position of need for the Warriors. But if you can get good performances from Jordan Bell consistently, obviously it's less of a need. The, the, The center position is a position of need 
in the type of center that they need, not just any center. Like another undersized center is not going to help the Warriors right now. A massive big body center is what they need. And yes, they're getting DeMarcus back. I know you guys, but we don't know what DeMarcus is going to be or when he's coming back. So to get a game like this from Jordan Bell, incredibly positive. Kevon Looney was fine. He nothing great, nothing terrible, but he was fine. Draymond Green was Draymond. He was fine also. That's the funny thing about this game. Yeah, they, you know, win him by 27. No one's been incredible besides Steph and KD, I guess. But it hasn't been explosive incredible. It's just been consistently good. Which is good. (laughs) I'll take it. I'm trying to find something to talk about here. Clay Thompson, uh, solid so far. Two or four from three, which, look, for for Clay, over this this run he's had, that's solid. That's good. I will take that moving forward. And to go with going five of six from three, I believe, or was it four or five? I forget. Either way, I think four or five. Now I'm just rambling, but whatever. Four or five from three, so what? That's six of nine in his last two games. That's great. Can this continue? Like I've said all year, need the consistency. The one, two good games that he, that he pieces together are nice. They're better than not having them, obviously, but need the consistency from Clay, and that's what we need to see next, and I'm sure we will. Hopefully it's just now. Hopefully it's coming now. Uh, KD was three of four from three also, which is great. He struggled a little bit from three earlier in the season, but I don't think that's a worry at all. At all all anymore and maybe you guys weren't worried about it i don't know shoot shoot (laughs) jonas jerebko had a rough game so far who knows maybe he'll knock down a bunch of threes in garbage time but that's fine he's allowed to alfonso mckinney good to see him get uh 14 minutes still hasn't knocked down a three in a number of games Uh, his average is down to about 38 percent i think but he's still just a useful player. I'd love to see him get more run. I would love to see him get more run, and hopefully he will. Quinn Cook, Quinn Cook is another positive. When I said I wanted to talk about the ancillary players, the one main ones I was talking about were Jordan Bell and Quinn Cook. Jordan Bell had a great game, best game of the year so far. Hopefully this is something we will see consistently moving forward. It's what the uh, Warriors expected they were going to be seeing consistently moving forward. Because the crazy part is it's not about him creating his own shot and knocking down jumpers and this and that. And hopefully that's something he's figured out. But we're going to talk about that more coming up. Uh, I want to talk about Quinn Cook. Three of six from the field, two of three from three, a buzzer-beating three. I'm so glad that Steve Kerr has found a role for him that hopefully will continue throughout the rest of the season. Because I do think he's a useful player. He's shown it the last couple of games. He's shown it over and over again. And Marcus Thompson tweeted it out. Someone asked him what Steve's... Got against Quinn, I guess. You know, not that Steve has anything against him, but why he doesn't play him more? And Marcus said, you know, he's going to talk about his defense. That's his, I don't know, go-to when it comes to Quinn Cook, but what he does offensively is cancels out his defense for me. I, I would love to see more of him. I hope this is a consistent role that he will play because he, sp- he spaces the floor and <laughs> he does it damn well. I mean, he's, the guy knocks down threes. I think he's four or six in his last two games. He's shot 44% over the last two years at a high enough 
uh, sample size that, that he's a legit three-point shooter. Like, he's the kind of three-point shooter that other teams would love to have. But they can't because he's on the Warriors. So, anyways, it was just good. Good to see the the bench players come out and play well. Andre knocked down another three, which is a great, great development uh, this season, especially since he came back from from injuries. Not only that he's taking a bunch of them, he's actually knocking them down at a pretty good clip. Not bad. Warriors will take it. I will take it. So it is just coming to an end right now. Warriors will get the win as it's counting down. Yes, I told you I'm actually watching the game while doing this because uh, I want to get this one out there for you guys. Uh, Warriors are going to win 132 to 109. I think I covered all of it. I think the big winner of tonight's game is Jordan Bell, or the headline for me is Jordan Bell. Steph, yes, Steph had a great game. Steph has a lot of great games. Jordan Bell had a good game. He does not have a lot of good games. So for him, I think Jordan Bell's the headliner. Hopefully this is something that can can continue. Uh, the Suns, man, I don't know. They've got a lot of talent, but oh boy. I don't know what it is about them, and I'm super embarrassed that I actually picked them to be good before the season, but I'm going to wear that. All right, I'm going to wear it. I'm going to put it out there. I'm not going to try and run from it. The Suns are basically the Kings, the Sacramento Kings in the season that they're having are basically what I thought the Phoenix Suns were going to be and having the season that I thought the Phoenix Suns would have. But it's the Kings. Hey, who knew? Who would have known? I mean, honestly, when you think about how teams are built these days, how the Warriors play with a ton of wings, the Suns have a ton of wings and some bigs. I mean, Miles Bridges, TJ Warren, Devin Booker, Oubre now, Josh Jackson, Jamal Crawford. Uh, I was actually a little upset Rashawn Holmes didn't play tonight. He's a guy that I've had my eye on, uh, not just this season, but for multiple seasons, uh, as a guy who I think would fit well with the Warriors. Not quite the big body that they need. He's, I don't know if he's undersized for a center, but he's definitely not a major upgrade. He's not... He's not a Boogie or a, a Robin Lopez or a, I don't know, a, a Nurkic or any of that stuff. But he's a good center. Kind of upset we didn't get to see him play. And then Troy Daniels is another guy who I've had my eye on uh, just because he can shoot and knock down the three at a high rate. It's pretty much the only shot he takes. Anyways, now I'm just rambling, talking about the Suns. What the hell am I doing? This is Locked On Warriors, dude. We're talking about the Suns. Speaking of which, this is Locked On Warriors. We're going to get some uh, New Year's resolutions to wrap this thing up for 2018. And maybe talk a little 2019. That's coming up next here on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. Is there anything more craveable than the smell of McDonald's fries? If someone's hiding an order of fries, they're never hiding it well. It takes one whiff to trigger a fry craving that will only be satisfied the McDonald's way. So stand up if you would like to taste the smell of a McDonald's fry right now. Did you just stand? Because if you did, then you earned yourself a trip to the McDonald's drive through for your own steamy carton of crispy golden goodness. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Lenovo. At CDW, we get putting productivity within reach of remote employees. That's why I'm WFC, working from couch and moving everything within arm's length, like the microwave. 
Lunchtime. You should talk to the experts at CDW. They can orchestrate a more efficient workspace solution using light, powerful devices from Lenovo to keep your teams productive from anywhere, couch included. Yeah, but do they have grabber claws? Whoops. IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Learn more at cdw.com slash Lenovo client. What up, everybody? Welcome back to Locked on Warriors. Charles T. Hamilton. What's happening? Just finished up the Suns game here. As I mentioned, Warriors get the win. What was it? 132-109? Yes, it was. Against the Phoenix Suns. A solid win for the Warriors. I mean, that's what they were supposed to do, and it's good to see them do it. Because there have been a number of games this year where they're supposed to win big or handily or whatever and haven't done it. So to see them do what they're supposed to do, so to speak, is is nice. Now they get a couple days off before they take on the Rockets at home. Uh, we'll be playing them Thursday. So is today Monday? I'm so thrown off. I'm so thrown off. New Year's Eve is Monday. So, yeah, they'll have two days off before they take on the Rockets. Um, I know this isn't the point of the podcast, but I just have to say it. The Rockets won tonight, you guys, and they beat Memphis, and that's a good win for them. And James Harden had 43. He had 43 points. On, guess how many shots? On 19 shots. 43 points on 19 shots. Only eight makes. So I bet you're wondering, how does he get 43? Well, you're probably not wondering, because you're smart. Your Warriors fans, Warriors fans are smart. They understand basketball. He shot a load of free throws. Well, Charles, how many is a load? And you know what? I'm glad you asked. Because a load can vary. But tonight, a load is 27 fucking free throws. That is such a joke. You know how many free throws the Grizzlies took? 30. It's an absolute joke. It drives me insane, and I am dreading watching that boring basketball that he's going to bring to Oracle on Thursday. Whew. So there it is. Not looking forward to it. Bunch of foul hunting basketball we're going to get to see from James Harden on Thursday. Anyways, 27 free throws. What a joke. NBA, figure it out. Do something about it, dude. Stop falling for it. Moving on. Hope you enjoyed my anti-foul hunting rant there. Maybe it was anti-Harden. I don't even know. But something I wanted to do was uh, New Year's resolutions for everyone on the Warriors. And I'm talking to everyone. 15 roster spots. You know what? I might even throw some coaches in there as well. Let's start with Steph. Finals MVP. That's my New Year's resolution for you. I do think finals MVP is overrated. I don't really care about it. The championships are what matter. But the annoying thing is it's something that people always bring up that he did or didn't win. And just because he didn't win finals MVP, people act like he averaged four points a game while, you know, shooting 20% from three. Not like he averages 25-plus a game and, you know, 40-plus percentage from three and is the engine that makes the team go or anything like that. Nope, if you don't win finals MVP, you're trash. Or apparently that's the the narrative that's uh, online. I need to stay offline is the problem. But Steph, finals MVP. Clay, 40% from three. And it shouldn't be a resolution, but right now it is. Because he's still right around 34, 35%. Hopefully he's coming out of his slump. And if he plays at his normal level, he'll get there easily. But I got to wait to see it. You know, it's just got to happen. I can't count on it. I've been counting on it for, you know, 35 games. It's been... Has not been there. Has not been there. 
So for Clay, 40% from three, and that's an easy one. He's going to do it, and, you know, now I'm going to feel like an idiot because uh, I am an idiot. But, yeah, 40% from three. KD, and, you know, some of these are funny. Some of these are basketball-related. Some of these are not. Uh, Be happy. Find peace. Maybe he already has. Maybe this is happy, peaceful KD. Who knows? But it's been a weird, weird end of 2018 with Draymond flashing on him the way he did. And I don't know. I just, you know, I just want KD to be happy, guys. You know what I mean? I just want him to be happy. (laughs) Uh, Draymond, be decisive on offense. And he's done better these last two games. But if teams are going to continue to straight up ignore you and turn their back to you at the three-point line... Make your move. Make it quick. Let's go. The problem is when you stand there thinking about it as long as you do, waiting for them to close out on you because they're not gonna. And, uh, I don't know, maybe chill a bit. Maybe relax a little bit. Life's good, man. Life's good. You, you know, signed an $80 million contract. Three-time champ. Former defensive player of the year. Gonna sign another fat contract. Got a... Beautiful son, beautiful family, man. Life's good. Chill out. <laughs> Loon. Kavon Looney. And uh, this one, I'm trying to figure out how to say, get stronger. I wrote strength down, S-T-R-E-N-P-H-F-F-F. Uh, but get stronger. That's my resolution for you. You're playing center. You're going to be a center the rest of your career. Not bulk up, because you did that, and it didn't really work. And part of your play over the last two years where you've gotten better is you cut weight again. You got back to where you were coming out of college, basically. But that makes you really undersized for center. So maybe just a little, you know, a couple more squats. You know what I mean? Don't skip leg day. A little strength for Loon. Uh, Andre Iguodala. uh, PRP injection. That's mean. I'm just kidding. Uh, 35% from three for the year. And the biggest thing with Andre is I need him to perform. I need him. We need him. The Warriors need him to perform at his best in the playoffs and the finals. But 35% from three, man, from Andre would make this team a whole, whole nother level. Because when he's making threes or uh, Draymond or both of them are making threes, this team's unstoppable. So if Andre's knocking them down at 35%, <laughs> Like that whistle. And he's, since he came back, he's knocking him down and he's taking him. He's at about 37% right now. And it's kind of a small sample size. I think he's 25 of 66. So not a huge sample size. But if he can keep that up, it'll be nice. Be a nice boost for this Warriors team. Uh, Sean Livingston, S. Dot, Uncle Dot, uh, PRP injection. No, same joke. Sorry. That's, that's mean. Uh, make a three-pointer is my resolution for you. One three-pointer this year. And a deliberate three-pointer. Not, you know, I know you knocked down one at the buzzer when the uh, you know, the play clock was winding down, shot clock was winding down. I need you to line up a three, shoot it confidently, knock it down. Just one. It's like Creed in the office. He just wanted to do a cartwheel. You need to knock down one three. Make it happen, Dot. Come on. Quinn Cook, be more aggressive. Be more aggressive. We've seen a little bit of it. Uh, these last couple games, and he doesn't have a lot of this, but he does have a, just a touch of that 
timidness that we've seen from certain role players on the Warriors over the last couple of years. Like Omri. There were a lot of shots Omri didn't want to take. And I'm look, it's nowhere near the level of Omri Caspi. But I'm just saying there are shots that Quinn can take, and he's a little, a little hesitant sometimes. But at the same time, I don't want him gunning too much. So it's a fine line. But just a little more aggressive. A contested three, you can make those. You're a good enough shooter to make a contested three. But really, just keep doing your thing, man. He's, he's been good these last couple games, and I think he's going to have a, a great, well, great strong, but a good year in his role for the Warriors. Jonas Jerebko, win a ring. Win a ring. That's why you're here. Well, it's not why you're here, but that's got to be one of the big draws of coming here. Win a ring, play well, help win a ring. How about that? And you know what? 40% from three would be great, too. I think you're right around 37 right now. I think you went 0-3 tonight uh, against the Suns. But again, I mean, that's not crucial to hit 40%. But you shot 41% last year with Utah. You're taking way more than you did last year with Utah, and that's awesome because that's your role with the Warriors. I want you taking all those. But let's get uh, let's get close to 40% and win a ring. Jonas Jarebko, there you go. Jordan Bell, need you to grow four inches and gain 50 pounds. Um like within the next couple of weeks, honestly. So yeah, just do that. Jordan Bell. Duh. No, for Jordan Bell, I have play like JaVale. And this is kind of a weird one, I guess, just to say out loud like that, just play like JaVale. But something I noticed last year and two years ago with JaVale is yes, to play exactly like JaVale, Jordan Bell would have to grow four inches and gain 50 pounds and all that stuff. But a lot of what JaVale was able to do was out of hustle. Part of how he gets his buckets is just outrunning the other center on a fast break. Is working harder. Is playing with effort. Just playing that fast break basketball that the Warriors like to play. And I remember two years ago when JaVale first came around... James Michael McAdoo, and I know this is a weird story, but it's something I noticed. James Michael McAdoo wasn't playing well. Every time he came in, he would kind of focus on trying to show people, to prove people wrong. Like, oh, James Michael McAdoo can't shoot. So he would come in and he would take jumpers. And it's like, no, man, don't do what you can do. Don't try and show us what people think you can't do. And he started playing like JaVale, like a much shorter, smaller JaVale. But he would defend, he would try and rebound, and then he would run the floor. Catch alley-oops. And tonight we saw some of the best from Jordan Bell, where he was running in transition, had a nice transition layup. He was running in transition, gets the alley-oop. Play like JaVale. Watch some of JaVale's old tape, and I know there's a feel to it that maybe he doesn't have. There's, there's factors. But one thing you can't control is your effort. And JaVale always went, went, you know, 100 miles an hour. And I think Jordan Bell needs to do that as well. I think that will help him uh, and his his play. Caught a couple oops tonight. Like, we saw glimpses of it tonight. And I, I hope he'll continue to play like that because I think that's where he'll be best, uh, best served, especially with this team. Going to take a quick break. Finish up the resolutions coming up next. This is Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring out of respect. 
There are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. Today, every answer matters more than ever before. Because whether it's about health, deliveries, or finance, some things just can't wait. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage millions of calls, texts, and chats with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to help your customers find the answers they need faster, no matter the industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash Watson Assistant to learn more. What up, everybody? Welcome back to Locked On Warriors. Charles T. Hamilton, what up? Uh, hopefully you'll enjoy listening to this hung over on your way to a barbecue or something. Or maybe you're still drunk and you're listening to it. That's fine. Also, I don't judge anyone, man. Maybe you're sober and you're listening to it. Righteous. Okay? Get after it in whatever way you do. <laughs> so finishing up some uh, resolutions, I guess you could say. Well, not I guess. That's what it is. I don't know why I said that. Anyways, finishing up the last five roster spots. Might have one for Steve Kerr and a couple other players. Alfonso McKinney, I want you to be top 20 offensive rebounding percentage by the end of the year. Right now, the 20th overall offensive rebounding percentage is Bam Adebayo uh, in Miami. He is at 10.6. Alfonso McKinney is at 10.4. My New Year's resolution for Alfonso McKinney, be in the top 20 in offensive rebounding percentage. He's close. He's close right now. And we're going to get him there. We're going to get him there. Hopefully he will continue to get enough minutes to do so. Uh, Steve Kerr's rotations can drive me crazy sometimes. But McKinney, there's no reason for McKinney not to be averaging 13, 14, 15 minutes a night. Same thing with Bell. Same thing with Quinn Cook, especially in the regular season. Because there's no point in playing all of your all-stars for, you know, 35-plus minutes a game when I'm pretty sure they're going to be playing 20-plus games in the postseason. So hopefully he'll continue to get playing time. Enough playing time to get him in the top 20 of offensive rebounding percentage, which he's right on the outside of right now. Boogie. I got Boogie up next. And for Boogie, my resolution is 30-plus regular season games. And I know that doesn't seem like a lot, but the Warriors have played 38 games already. And... They'll be up to 41, which is the midpoint. Obviously, 41's half of 82. 41 games next Tuesday against the Knicks. That's game number 41. And for Boogie to play 30-plus games, he will have to return by February 2nd, 2018, game 52 against the Los Angeles Lakers. So my resolution for him is to play 30-plus regular season games, which means he would be returning sometime in January. I've said that my target date for him, again, I'm not a doctor, I just play one on a podcast, was mid-January. That would get him about 34, 35 games. Even if it's a little later in January. 30-plus regular season games is my resolution for Boogie. Might be a tough one. We'll have to wait and see. But I think it's doable. I think it's achievable. And I actually think that that is going to happen. I think that's going to be the case. I think he's going to get it. He better. (laughs) 
Damian Jones. For Damian Jones, man, I need you to get healthy. You're out the rest of the year. It sucks. This was going to be a, a year for you to develop, and now it's a year for you to heal. And honestly, his injury does hurt the Warriors. If Damian Jones was still healthy, they might have matched the McCaw, McCaw offer sheet. Probably not, just because the money was crazy. But if Damian Jones was healthy, they might not feel the need to keep that roster spot open. And now he's hurt. Need him to get better. Something I would like for him to continue to get better at, he needs to get better at, is his feel for the game. But I think that's going to be tough for him when he's not playing, when he's out trying to get better, trying to get healthy. So just get healthy, man. Uh, it really sucks. Really sucks. The injury really, really screwed the Warriors over at the center position. Uh, Jacob Evans, man. Here's what I got for him. Get better, be playable. I, I don't know, man. He played down in Santa Cruz last night, was three of four from the field, which was fine. He plays good defense, but he also had three turnovers. I just, I shouldn't be mad at him, and I'm not mad at him. I'm more upset with the Warriors and them telling us so arrogantly that we're going to find someone that's going to contribute to this team immediately. We're not going for some high upside guy that we have to develop. We're going for someone that can play immediately. And sure enough, they did not get that. When they had opportunities for plenty of other players like Rodion Kuriks, uh, Hamadou Diallo, Mitchell Robinson, there were plenty of players that they could have gotten that could be contributing right now. Instead, they took Jacob Evans, and maybe Jacob Evans becomes a fine player and is a great piece for them down the road. But that was not the bill of goods that we were sold from management and Draymond (laughs) and everyone who was in the war room or whatever they want to call it. So Jacob Evans just, I don't know, continue to get better, man. Uh, Get playable, please. Please. And front office, do better. Uh, I've mentioned so many times how important it is for these these draft picks to hit, and you made a big deal out of getting someone that's playable, and you didn't get them. So I'm upset about that. I need to get over it. 15th roster, 15th roster spot that is wide open right now. Uh, for that, I have B. Robin Lopez. So Robin Lopez needs to get bought out and needs to be a warrior. There are other centers that I'd like to, but the most likely buyout option is Robin Lopez because of his salary, and he'd be a good fit. He'd just be a damn good fit because of his size, ability. Steve Kerr knows him. Steve Kerr actually drafted him in Phoenix. Uh, he played at Stanford, so he's a you know former Bay Area resident. Uh, I think it would be great. It would be a good one. Damien, or excuse me, Dwayne Dedman is my top of my list, but I don't think he will be bought out, uh, and I don't think a trade is plausible. Warriors just don't have the assets to trade. Uh, even if they want to trade draft picks, they can't. Um, you have to send the salary back to match the salary, and they don't really have salaries to send. So, anyways, 15th roster spot, be Robin Lopez. Those are the resolutions for the players. Steve Kerr, continue to be great, man. How about that? Uh, no, my resolution is that you continue to get healthy. Seemingly, you've been fine. I don't know if you're 100%. I don't know if you ever will be, but hopefully you just continue to get healthy, man. That back situation sucked, continues to suck. Hopefully you will be fine. Uh, Bob Myers, my resolution to you is don't blow another draft pick. That's mean because Bob Myers is incredible, but he has to wear this one. And he has to wear Pat McCaw and Damian Jones. He's got to wear all those. So, yeah, you know what? Don't blow another draft pick. Mike Brown, keep living your best life, my dude. You love the Bay. You love being on the Warriors staff. 
It's probably the best job in the world. And you know what? Also, on top of that, go get a head coaching job, Mike. Love to see what you could do after a you know, couple years with Steve, learning from, learning from the guru. Uh, Joe Lacob. I don't know. What a, here's a uh, buy the A's. Buy the A's and make them great. That's my resolution for you, Joe. I think that's got it covered. Q, continue to be like the guy that everyone knows. Like, oh, I've seen him before. Bruce Frazier, by the way. I don't know if you guys know his nickname's Q. Be the guy that everyone's like, I've seen him before. Oh, yeah, he warms up stuff. Yeah, okay, that's who he is. Continue to be that guy. I think that's it. I think I've covered the whole whole squad. All the, all the prominent players, have I not? Anyways, you guys have any funny resolutions or anything? Agree, disagree with what I said? Holler at me on Twitter, at CTH415. I hope you all had a great New Year's Eve and are enjoying your New Year's Day. And I will be back to you on Wednesday. I'm still lost with the days. I'll be back tomorrow, man. I'll be back tomorrow. This is Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. You can't climb a mountain if it's smooth, right? You got to go over the rough spots. (laughs) Peace. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily podcast on the Golden State Warriors. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. San Jose Sharks hockey is back, and we've got you covered five days a week at Locked On Sharks. I'm Kyle Demetrius. I'm J.D. Young. I'm Eric Fowl. Together, we make sure you're never without your Sharks programming. Will the Sharks make a trade for a right winger? We got you covered. Will Eric Carlson's groin hold up for the entire season? We've got you covered. Whatever happens with Team Teal every day, we've got you covered at Locked On Sharks five days a week on the Locked On Podcast Network. This is Josh Lloyd, the host of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast, the number one fantasy basketball podcast in the world. If you're looking for information regarding fantasy basketball, recaps of the NBA, this is the show for you. We are heading into the offseason and starting to get ready for the 2020-2021 fantasy season. We'll have all the information on what happens through the rest of the playoffs, free agency, the NBA draft, and then heading into a big 2021 season. So make sure you're checking out the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast.